This is a STEAM Channel program on UCTV. Go full STEAM ahead at uctv.tv slash STEAM, where science, technology, engineering, arts, and math converge. Along your way, were there any times where you kind of were stressed and you almost wanted to give up? Oh, absolutely. And then I just always thought about the end, thought about the end product. Why am I doing this? I want to do something good for patients. All those people are going to find out they have cancer today. Did I have a bad day? No. The STEAM Leadership Series was founded by Intellectual Capital and Kids Eco Club in partnership with uh, the San Diego Unified School System, of course, and Educational Synergy Alliance. Um, And it's a wonderful program today. Our keynoters are first Tina Nova, the legendary founder of many biotech companies, including Genoptics. Uh, She was a senior vice president of Illumina, and now she's launching Molecular Stethoscope. But Tina grew up plowing the fields in the Central Valley, first in her family, to go to college. It, it really gives me joy to welcome you to this day. You have a fantastic lineup planned for you. So, again, welcome and greetings on behalf of UC San Diego. And without further ado, I'm going to get out of the way and introduce to you who you really came to hear from, um, Dr. Tina Nova. Oh, everything she said is right on. <laughs> Same message. Thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you to Steve for being such a supporter of women. Thank you to Salk and, and UCSD for being who they are. And um, I'm really, really honored to be here. And thank you to Dr. Salk. And what his father did for this world is, is, is amazing. And I remember standing in line and getting my polio vaccine at a very young age. And so um, you need to all go home and look up uh, Dr. Salk. Google Dr. Salk um, before you um, Google Britney Spears tonight. So um, I just saw her this weekend. That shows you I'm not a complete science nerd, okay? Um, she was amazing, by the way, if you ever get a chance to see her. I've, I've been dancing and, and shaking my head um, all, the, all the days since I saw her. Um, I don't know if her brain is loose from all that move in her head that she does, but anyway, it was fun. Um, so um, I want to dispel things about scientists that I used to think when I was a high school girl. So when I was a high school girl, I thought scientists were nerds. I thought scientists were in lab coats. I thought scientists were men. I thought scientists had thick glasses. And I thought they were, like, yucky. How many of you think that's what a scientist looks like? Come on, let's be honest. Ha, thank you, girls, who raised your hands. I appreciate it. Because more of you think that than ever. Well, let me tell you, after today, you're going to go, oh, my God, I've never seen such hot women who are scientists. Because there are a lot of us. As a matter of fact, I'm thinking about having a calendar all 12 months. Yeah. Well, if I wasn't so damn old, I would pick June, because that's my birthday, okay? So the women scientists are hot, and there's a lot of hot male scientists, too. So let me tell you. So get that out of your, uh, get that out of your head. You want to be a scientist and be with hot people? Go be a scientist. Don't listen to anybody, okay? Do I look nerdy? No. Okay. So first thing to get rid of. Second thing I used to think is you had to come from a rich family. 
You had to come from a rich family. You had to go to a great school. You had to have had calculus and physics and college courses and all this and get into MIT and Harvard, and that's the only way you can be a scientist. Who believes that? Ah, all of you girls are dead wrong. Isn't that great news? You can be from anywhere. You can be from Delano, California. Do you know where Delano, California is? It's in the middle of California. It is a pit. That's where I grew up. I got my yellow Camaro and I left when I was 18 years old and saw that in the rearview mirror and said, I'm not coming back. <laughs> Delano, California did not have calculus, did not have AP, did not have any of that stuff. We had, oh, we had homemaking. I could make cinnamon buns, okay? <laughs> where did that get me in college? Nowhere. Where'd that get me with my ex-husband? Nowhere. <laughs> Forget the cinnamon buns, girls. You can be from anywhere. Anywhere. You can go to any college. You don't have to have straight A's. You have to get through the classes. And you have to work hard. And you have to be dedicated. And you have to want it. There are a gazillion jobs in science. You don't have to have straight A's. You don't have to have all those classes. You don't have to go to MIT and Harvard. Those are not the only schools. Even UC is now tough to get into. Okay, it's a lot tougher now than when I went to UC Irvine. I know that. But you can go to a state college. You can start at a junior college, if that's the only thing you can get into. And you can work and go to a four-year college. And you can take science courses and get a bachelor's degree in science and apply for a job and walk in there and kick ass and get it. You don't have to be from those places. It's all about wanting it. That's what I had. I wanted it. And no one got in my way. My high school counselor, Mr. J.B. Teasley, very similar to what Becky went, for, went through, said to me, I said, I'm going to UC Irvine. He said, why? I said, because I want to be somebody. He said, oh, really? Well, why aren't you going to the local junior college? I said, because I got into UC Irvine, that's why. If I were to listen to him, I wouldn't be doing what I did today. Okay? My grandparents, the most beautiful people in the world, came from Greece. They came in the 30s. They wanted me to marry this guy with these pointy shoes and gold teeth from Greece and help him get a visa, okay? I loved my grandparents and not go to college. I said, no, no, I'm not marrying him. I'm going to college. My grandfather says, well... Okay, good idea. Maybe your husband dies someday. I said, whatever it takes to get me out of here, I'm going with. I'm going to college because maybe my husband will die. If that will get me out of here and you'll pay for it, I'm there. And that's exactly what happened. I went to UC Irvine. I was behind. I was behind everybody else. I had to take the junior classes at first because I didn't have that background. And I studied and I studied and I studied and I didn't play. Yeah, I played a little. Okay. There were a couple nights that were really bad. But, <laughs> but for the most part, I was in that library and I was working harder than anybody else because I had to and I wanted it. I wanted it. I got through. I got my bachelor's degree. Somebody said, why don't you go to grad school? I said, grad school? I can't go to grad school. Are you kidding? I'm not smart enough to get into grad school. So I became a lab tech, and I was, in the, I was in the lab, and I was doing experiments, and I was writing papers, and I, I was there all the time, and I was working, and I was, I was doing better than the grad students, and my major professor said, you need to go to grad school. I said, I can't get into grad school. She goes, oh, yeah, you can. Said, really? Okay, I'll apply. No confidence. I didn't think I could do something like that. Got into grad school. What happened again? Start at the bottom. Work up. 
Went to a company, start at the bottom, work up. Started as a research scientist, one to be a senior scientist, one to be a manager, one to be a director, one to be a VP, one to be a president. Can I be a president? I'm from Delano, California. For God's sakes, yes, I can, because I wanted it. And I stayed at it, and I didn't stop. I didn't have straight A's. I didn't go to MIT. My parents weren't rich, and it didn't make a damn bit of difference. And when I sit with other CEOs and presidents, and I talk to them and I say, where are you from? Oh, I'm from this small town in Iowa. I'm from this small town in South Dakota. I went to a high school with 100 people. I'm like, wow, you're the president of Clorox, and you went to school with 100 people? You're the president of Frito-Lay, and you came from a small town in Iowa, and you worked on, you, you cultivated soybeans, and you're the president of Frito-Lay? Let me tell you, the, the, the A's work for the C's. You know what? Think about your grades. The A's work for the C's. That's been a phrase around for a long time, which means just because you got A's doesn't, isn't going to put you at the top of that company. What's going to put you at the top of that company is drive and determination and wanting it and not letting anybody get in your way. If you would have told me that I would become the president and CEO of a company in San Diego, that I would build that company from no people to 700 employees, that we would be the top clinical lab testing leukemia and lymphoma samples in the United States and would have told me that we would have sold that company to Novartis Pharmaceuticals, one of the largest companies in the world. For a half billion dollars, I would have told you you were crazy. And guess what? That's exactly what I did, and I plan to do it again because I want it, and I want to help patients, and I want to make this world a better place. And if you have that, you can do anything you want to do. So girls, there's lots of jobs in science. You don't just have to be a bench scientist. You can go out and you can do marketing. You can do you can do public relations, you can do sales, you can do so many things in healthcare to give back to this world, and you can do whatever you want to do. So just go do it, and don't get in your way, and I know you can do it, because I'm proof of that, and let me tell you, I'm not the most brilliant person in the world, but I can outwork anybody. Why? Because I want it. So good luck to you girls. Go kick ass and remember what I told you, okay? So I'm going to take some questions and answers. There's a microphone right here up at the top of the stairs. Don't be shy. And if you'd like to ask me a question, please go get on the microphone. Girls, girls, come on. Girls, this is another way you don't get ahead. Is sitting in your chair and saying, I wish I could get up and I say a question, but I'm embarrassed to get up and say a question. Girls, get up, ask a question. Come on. Here she comes. There's that brave girl. That girl's going to be a CEO right there. Yes. Hi. My Hi. name is Ofri Avgil. Um, what was the most difficult thing that you dealt with while doing this? I, I dealt with a lot of difficult things. There's no question. So it started in school, trying to get through these classes and get myself up to where everybody else was. It was very difficult to compete with others for jobs. It was very difficult to be a mother of two small children and to be working full time. But that's what I wanted, and I did it. 
It was very difficult at times to raise money for our companies because the times were tough, and I wasn't sure if we were going to raise the money, and I wasn't sure if we were really going to make it and be able to make that payroll. And there's been tough times and tough times, and there's always tough times, and you just work through them and stick with it. And anyone who thinks there aren't tough times is really making a mistake. And congratulations to you for getting up and asking the first questions because you're a rock star, and you're beautiful, and I know you'll do great. Thank you. I'm Sherry Gudez, and Hi, I was wondering that if you were able to go back in time and tell your like younger self, what would you tell her? <laughs> oh, that's a great question. <laughs> you know, um, wow, that's a really great question. Um, you know, I'm glad that I didn't know what I know now then, you know, because I think sometimes people look at the end point too much. They go, I want to be an X, and they forget about the journey. And it's really the journey of going from where you start with where you are today to where you're my age and you're doing what you're doing that is the most fun. And so I guess the one thing I would say is work hard, play hard, enjoy the journey, don't give up, and, um, you know, expect tough times too. It's okay. I think that's what I'd say. Thank you for asking. Rockstar number three. Hello. So my name is Salma. So my question is, was it hard for you to move out of town, like go to a place where you, you don't know anyone, you're just alone? Yes. As a matter of fact, I'm glad you asked that question because I will tell you a story. So back to my yellow Camaro, right? So again, in my yellow Camaro, my parents are following me to college. I am so excited to leave, to leave town. I am so excited to get away from my you know, dumb parents. I am so excited to be on my own. And what happened when they left me at college? I thought I was going to die. I was sad, sad, sad. And I missed everybody, and I missed my dumb parents, and I missed that dumb dinner, and I missed them telling me what to do, and I missed my dumb sisters and brothers, and I missed it all. And I missed my hometown, and I missed my friends, and I couldn't believe. I thought, what the heck did I do? So I was very sad, and the first couple weeks were tough, really tough. And I got on the phone, and I called my dad, and I said, Dad, I don't like it here, and I want to come home, and I'm going to go to the local junior college, and I get to be home, and I'm really, really sad and miserable. And he said, Tina, he said, okay, we'll do that. He says, but I have one favor to ask you. I said, sure. He says, will you give it another month? And if at the end of that month you still feel the way you do, we'll talk about it. I said, okay, okay. And I said, that's a deal. And I hung up, and I was kind of teary. And one month later, the conversation never came up again. I loved it. I got into it. I made new friends. Yeah, you have to work at it. And I know you're not going to believe this. I'm shy. Ha ha. You're laughing. But I was. I learned how to not be such an introvert and become an extrovert over time because that's how you survive is having friends and support systems. And it does take time and it's hard. And you guys are all going to feel that way when you go away. Everybody does. Everybody does. But if you stick with it, you have a new life, and it's pretty awesome. It's a big transition going from being a senior in high school to going to college, and everyone goes through it. So just hang in there. Thank you for asking that. 
Hi, my name is Savannah. Hi. Um, so along like your way, were there any times where you kind of were stressed and you almost wanted to give up throughout like your journey? Oh gosh, absolutely. Oh yes. You know, I mean, oh gosh. Yeah. You know, I usually kept the, I, I tried to reserve the crying for when I was in my car and not at the company. Um, but there were, there were moments. Oh, absolutely. When you're just like, I've taken on too much. Why am I doing all this? I'm tired. I'm burned out. Um, oh, absolutely. And then I just always thought about the end, thought about the end product. Why am I doing this? I want to do something good for patients. And that's my driver, has always been my driver. And once you put it in that perspective, everything else really doesn't matter. I mean, at my last company, when we would get like four or 500 samples a day in the lab to test for leukemia and lymphoma patients, and you would see they would come in a FedEx box from all these doctors all over the United States. And you think you had a bad day, and then you walk in there, and you look at those four or 500 boxes and you say, wow, you know what? All those people today are going to find out they have cancer. Yeah. And usually they do because by the time they've gotten to that box, the doctor pretty much suspects that they have cancer, right? They've already been to their general practitioner. They've been sent to a specialist. They've gone to an oncologist. And by the time they decide to take a bone marrow sample, they're usually pretty sure. All those people are going to find out they have cancer today. Did I have a bad day? No. I didn't have a bad day. I've got my health. I've got a great life. And as long as you always put it in perspective, that helps you get through those tough days. But they'll be there. Thank you for asking that question. Thank you so much. I have time for just one more question. Sorry, because I have to run. I apologize. Woman on the go. (laughs) Hi, my name is Emerald. My question is for you. Do you have any plans for the future? Plans for the future? Absolutely. Okay, so first of all, I have to give away that I'm 62 years old. Yes, I feel like I'm 20 because I have more energy today than I had when I was 20, and that's the truth. And why? Because I love what I do. I love, love, love what I do. And I never plan to stop. And people say, Tina, you're starting a new company? What are you starting a new company for? Why don't you retire? I'm like, huh, what's that word? Huh, I don't like that word. I could sit on the beach for a day. I could clean my house for another day in my closet. That'd be really good. Then what would I do? Hmm, that wouldn't be so good. I love what I do. I get up in the morning and I'm so excited to go to the office. I'm so excited to be thinking about these scientific problems that we think about and solve them. I don't want to stop contributing. So at 62, I'm starting a brand new company. You bet I have plans for the future. I plan to come back here when I'm 100 and give this speech again. How's that? (laughs) My grandmother lived to 106. I may make it. Thank you.